Hello and welcome to Low Initiative, a D&D podcast for loose friends and looser NPCs. Nope, not that. Bad roles and worse acting? Getting closer. I'm Adam, and I play the character of Rot. And I'm Nathan, your dungeon master. Anyways, let's start the show. We are the good guys and we're here to say We suck at puzzles in a major way Well, we're back in the sewer, it's a favorite spot We tried to be stealthy, but we were not We were running through the sewer to the cultist back door But we got a little more than we bargained for We tussled with the beast named Larry It got hairy, but then Dave talked him down He wasn't so scary Larry hates the cultists like we do, and he'd do Anything to help us get revenge, so we're friends We are the good guys, and we're here to stay We suck at puzzles in a major way yeah, we suck at puzzles, it's true, but we had to do several if we wanted to get through to the cultists. Like a secret smoke door, collapsing trap doors, and writing on the wall, boulders running down the hall, but we made it through it all, cause... We are the good guys, and we're here to say, we suck at puzzles in a major way. We made it to the place where the bronze dragon sleeps. Professor Canis was captured by the cultist creeps. We tried to take out the goons two by two. We got bored of that, so we shot for the moon. We fought off all the cultist buffoons, snatched up Canis and teleported out the room. We are the good guys and we're here to say We don't fuck with evil, gonna blow you away. So you activate the teleportation helmet and a glowing light flashes around you and you can tell something is off. Uh, Kenneth reaches forward and grabs you and starts to try to tinker with the helmet or inspect the helmet to see what what's going wrong. And then boom, you are in an, a different bar. You've never seen or recognized this bar. And it's just you and Kenneth there from your group. Everyone else is, it, you don't know. She looks at you and says, Oh, something must have gone wrong with the teleportating. I could tell when the, the lights were different. It, it didn't look like it was going to go very well. I don't think that's the same voice. <laughs> I've been under a lot of stress. I haven't been sleeping very much. Working conditions were not good with the cultists. Of course. Uh, so what, what exactly did the surroundings look like? So it's it looks pretty similar to the other bar or that you were in. Um, definitely a tavern and inn of some sorts. You know, a little bit rougher patronage than you're used to, to at the Anvil Inn. Um, but still just a pretty dingy, dirty dive bar. Okay. Are there like you know, specific characters, like races? Yeah, there's, um, there's three humans, uh, Two elves, uh, a gnome playing three-card Monty, and, you know, just a couple other humans that are waitstaff. No, no one too descript up there. Uh, is anyone paying attention to us? No. There's, there's a band playing, and, and you kind of popped in on the opposite side of the band, so no one's really noticed you. Okay. Uh, I'm going to head for the door. Okay. So as you, you exit the door, Kenneth looks at it and recognizes the bar, and she's like, Oh, I, I 
know where we are. We're not too far away from, from where we used to work in, on the Warforge. I wonder, Daphne, do you think that we should sneak into this, into the Creation Forge? I, we might be able to build something that maybe between the two of us can help with the dragon. Like how? Well, the dragon gives off, you know, it, it's a bronze dragon, so it breathes lightning, not fire. I, I wonder if we, you know, I, I've seen you and seen how you looked at magical objects. I, if I'm not mistaken, you're an artificer, right? Correct. Maybe between the two of us, if we can break into my old lab, we can we can build something that might absorb some of the lightning. Artificer style. Do we plan on fighting the dragon? I'd hope not, but you never know. I mean, assume we would, you know, want to stop the dragon for anything. You know, not wake it up instead of trying to fight a literal dragon. Hmm. Well, I suppose we could just go back to the Anvil Inn and Tavern and wait for everyone else to get there. But since we're so close to the lab, it feels like feels like between the two of us, we should really try to build something. Do you have any suggestions? Let's just go and see what we can get. <laughs> Uh, you're really, uh, really struggling there, Nathan, with ideas. You know, the the plan was for you to, like, kind of go on this mini-adventure and build something that's helpful. I mean, it's it's her shit, obviously, so she would know, you know, better than I would what was there. What if we made, like, personal protective shields to try to protect the party from these? Do we, would there be enough? I don't know how you would power those. Oh, we've got all sorts of gems and rubies and whatnot in the creation fortune in the labs there. But they would only take maybe one shot. I'd rather have one shot than, you know, none. Essentially, my thought process is like personal shields wouldn't work as well as like a larger contraption. You know what I mean? Well, maybe we build a larger contraption. Like a a larger shield to cover an area and not each part of it. How big of an area are you thinking? I mean, it doesn't have to be a large area. It's essentially something that we can get behind in order to, you know, protect us. Okay, let's sneak in. (laughs) What? So, I mean, how are you? I know how I would sneak in, but I'm not sure. Do you know a way in? Well, I usually used to go through the front door, but since they shut the forge down, they've not been letting anyone in. So I'm kind of relying on your uh, sneaking expertise as as an adventurer. Why did they completely shut the forge? Um, It had to do with war forge creation and civil rights and, you know, like ethics of should we create humans and all that jazz like since they're sentient beings it, it, it was put on hold and shut down i mean yeah but it's it's still a forge so i mean i don't i don't see the reason for shutting down a forge just don't make warforged <laughs> it was in the lore book so you know no, you no I, I'm, coast on this one no that I, i'm you know conversating as to what i think this wasn't this wasn't a bash on the lore this was a as far as like the it being like a great powerful forge why would you shut that down even if like you're not making war for it you know oh you know politicians they're they have their reasons and looked good in the papers they don't think it's practically they are terrible okay so well lead the way <laughs> so you arrive at the at the forge and there's a couple of guards you know standing outside the main entranceway uh 
It's they're just sitting on chairs, kind of hanging out, but it doesn't seem to be too heavily uh, guarded. There, there are some windows higher up, uh, you know, second story windows, but this looks to be the only door in. Is there anything around back? You guys loop around back um, and there's kind of like a warehouse or like a loading dock area, but it does seem to be gated or not gated, locked. uh, These warehouse doors seem to be locked shut. Uh, okay. Is there, is there any, there's no guard coming around or anything? No guards. Okay. Um, I am going to cast detect magic, um, and see if there's like any like traps or, uh, security or anything. So you see colors beyond your wildest imagination and, um, colors you didn't even know existed, but between you and the, that locked gate, nothing. Okay. I'm going to, uh, unlock the gate. All right. Give me a sleight of hand with your, I assume you have a lock picking kit because you have every tool on demand. Every fucking tool in the game. My dude, sec, pull up. Uh, did you say sleight of hand? Yeah. 16. Okay. You, you're able to get inside and on the inside, you know, the lot of things in boxes, factory floor looks kind of completely deserted, but Kenneth leads you up, uh, up to more of the like R&D department side of things. Um, and there's just magical items galore. Like if you can think of a magical item, you can you can pretty much find it right here. And she's just walking past them as if they are nothing, taking you into her office. What exact magical items are there? <laughs> if you can think of it, you can find it. <laughs> Don't say that, Nathan, because I'll find some shit. What all are you trying to find? I mean, if you ask Kaneth if they've got it, she might be able to find it. Let's look for more guns. Oh, we don't really have firearms here. We're more of like... Why would they not have firearms? I mean, firearms are pretty basic to build. You just, you know, put the bullet in. You Like, scientists build those. We build life. Trying to remember if there was like some energy weapons or whatever. There is. There's like a plasma can. Here we go. How about an antimatter rifle? Fortunately, the government when they shut us down removed a lot of the more sensitive, high value items. We used to have those all around. You know, you could get mm, yeah, sure, sure, of course. All right, onward, Nathan. Since your your items of indescript. <laughs> So she takes you into um, into her office and, and starts, you know, kind of combining and tinkering with some different rubies and crystals uh, and seems to be trying to put something together. Can I get you to give me an arcana check uh, to try to aid her in assembling something? Uh, a hot 11. Okay. So she's like, I think we did it. And she kind of puts out, you know, like a dinner plate sized object and presses a a button on it. And you see a glowing field kind of go up around you um, for maybe five seconds. And then sparks start to fly and the shield collapses and the device kind of smokes and burns and fizzles. I think it needs to be bigger. Well... Uh, so I'm going to start fucking around with a bunch of this stuff. Um, I'm going to create a cube device um, about two feet by two feet by two feet. Um, that's going to have, what kind of gems do we have? Do we just have like every gem? Pretty much. And dragon shards. Um, so I'm going to essentially try to affix some yellow topaz, like like essentially lightning resistance. Um, essentially, I want to build a field of lightning resistance. 
Okay. Um, this is going to be a difficult object to build. So I want three Arcana checks in a row, all 15 or higher. Well, we've got, I've got her helping me, correct? Okay. We'll go for two out of three. Two out of three of 15 because she's 80. Cool. Uh, well, I net 20. Good. <laughs> uh, and a 17. Okay. So uh, you power it up and it, it seems to be holding steady about like a 20 um, or 15 foot radius is this power. Mm-hmm. And and Kaneth looks at you and she says, oh, I, I'm so glad you were able to do this. I, I have a confession to make. And you, you never really paid much attention to Kaneth's appearance before, but she rolls back her sleeve and you notice that her arm is actually made of metal. Um, she's not a full human. Um, and this is where she tells you, where she's like, you know, we we got really into stuff over our heads during the war. And one of one of our leaders found this void uh, that you can, this, this object that will ta- transport you into a void. And that's where we got most of our tinkering. That's how we were able to create the war forge. But, and that's how we advanced science so rapidly. But unfortunately, it, it takes something from you every time you go into it. I, I was worried that we were going to have to use that void. Okay. <laughs> Uh, my character is very taken aback by this. Uh, where is... Th- and she kind of... She's like, I, I don't know if it's still here, but we can we can check. And she kind of walks out into the hall and down um, a couple of offices. And there's a locked door. And she's like, would you mind doing what you do here? <laughs> sure. Cool. So you get in there and it, it looks like, you know... Uh, kind of an archway and she's like if you cross through that archway you'll you'll be in the void i can't recommend going through it takes something from you but i understand if you're curious because we're all curious about the mysteries of the universe that this this void can tell you do i understand how it works give me our contract to see if you kind of understand that 16. So you're looking at it, and it looks like this archway is kind of a portal to the astral plane, um, but some some higher segment of the astral plane. You, you know of the other ways to get there, but this seems to be an even higher portion of that plane of existence that it takes you to. Hmm. Uh, does it have power? Uh, what do you mean by power? Like, is it active? Could you walk through it? Yeah, could you, like, start it thing? It, it, it doesn't need to be started or stopped. It just is, like, a, a, a gateway you can walk through. Interesting. Seems like a strange thing that they would keep there for, with two guards. It was a secret. Very few people knew about it. Uh, hmm. What sorts of things did you get from this? Well, I learned how to create a Warforge and the Incinerator Blast. This that, you know, really helped wreak havoc during the war. I'm not super proud of it. It's kind of like learning how to build an atomic bomb. You know, you're like, you're glad that you're the one that did it, but you're also not glad that you brought it into existence. And all you gave up was your arm? Oh, no. And she reels up her other sleeve. And then she kind of like lifts her, her long dress. And, and you see that like all four of her limbs have been replaced just at this point. She's like, I, I went back more than... Sure. We'll step forward and step through the board. You step through the portal and all of a sudden it's just white light around you. Uh, and suddenly you see every language's alphabet mixed together, scrolling like through the air, kind of matrix screen style, um, but like blended and mixed and going up and down every which way. 
and a, a Chinese serpent dragon that's like all white, um, but it's like white on white background, flies and circles around uh, his face is, you know, three times the size of your body. And it looks at you no more than 15 feet away and just says, who dares enter my domain? Uh, a seeker of knowledge. And what knowledge do you seek, young one? About the secrets of creating automatons. Is that all, you mere mortals? You seem so grand in your ideas, but your ideas are but a speck in the cosmos. I grant you that knowledge. Sick. Is there anything else you desire? Nope. Then I, walk, I walk away before he before he stops. <laughs> So uh, you exit the portal and your right arm doesn't come with you. You just exit it and it's as if your arm has instantly been chopped off and and you're bleeding, blood is gushing everywhere. Um, give me a constitution saving throw to see if you remain conscious from the pain. That is a 21, my dude. Okay, so you're conscious, but you're in extreme pain. I have very good constitution, actually. Uh, I am going to... Uh cast cure wound on myself okay you're able to stop the bleeding but you still don't have a right arm that's fine uh, Kaneth is frantic oh no oh, I was worried that the temptation would be too much um uh, let's let's see what we can do and she kind of leads you into the warforge uh, creation area where they assemble the bodies and, and starts going through arms and is there any particular arm that interests you as she's assembling them because you're no longer in extreme you're not in shock since you have magical healing abilities hell yeah I do uh, I'm gonna look around uh there are i think there's one that you can like attach a gun to oh we have one with just a gun built right into the um into the hand you can just reach out and fire from the palm yeah that's what i mean gets that and affixes it to you mega man shit yeah gonna be dope to tell the other members of the party yeah, I don't know. I'll have to find something. Okay. Well, we, we should probably head back to the Anvil Inn and, and regroup with everyone, but getting the shield is really, really going to be helpful. Uh, I'm going to stick the shield in the bag. Cool. So you guys <laughs> head back to the uh, the Anvil Inn and await the rest of the no, party. No, we fucking teleport. <laughs> you, All right, give, you, give me the roll. You think that I won't fucking teleport? Let's, oh, wow. That is 47, my dude. I believe since it's familiar, you make it. Mm -hmm. All right. I think anything, uh, if it's very familiar, anything under 20 is where it goes wrong. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, you make it back and are, you know, you're, you're pretty tired. Having your arm taken from you in such a dramatic fashion uh, kind of knocks you out for, or not knocks you out, but you're in need of some rest at this point. So. It was fun, and I don't rest. I begin working. To working on going. So the arm that I got from whatever, uh, I'm gonna make it an arcane firearm, essentially. Okay. So it's gonna shoot lasers. How much does that do? <laughs> well, so what it's gonna do is instead of me having to have uh like a wand or something like that mm -hmm. um it becomes an arcane firearm a conduit for your destructive spells uh when you finish a long rest you can use a woodcarver's tool to carve special sigils into a wand staff or rod and hereby turn it into an arcane fire
their arm. Uh, the sigils disappear from the object if later carve them into a different item. The sigils otherwise last indefinitely. You can use the use arcane firearms as spell casting focus for my artificer spells. When you cast an artificer spell through the firearm, roll one d8 and you gain bonus to one of the spell's damage rolls equal to the number rolled. Okay, yeah, that's, that's reasonable. All right, so this was your little mini session. Try to. Is there anything else you want to do? Hell yeah. Um. So essentially, I'm gonna I'm gonna start like fucking like tinkering with this arm because I assume like the arm was like completely made of like metal or whatever yeah so essentially um i'm gonna just like start like fucking with it so it looks a little bit more like an arm but it's gonna be like almost made of wood and it's gonna have those runes carved into Mm. it so you can use it as the as both a gun and um the uh arcane firearm that sounds dope Opposed to me playing every NPC, it might be fun to have you play like an NPC. And I can't guarantee it'll be good, Nate, but I'm going to try real hard. I think it's going to be great. Did Connor give you the kind of loose backstory? Yes, the... he showed me the paragraph. Okay. I had to make a few changes based on what happened in the last session. So Okay, cool. No biggie. Just uh, let me know what you want or don't want. I'm just going to fly with <laughs> Will is in the tomb and he sees the glowing lights of Daphne's teleportation helmet go up around him. Kaneth jumps to Daphne. She's like, no, no, something's wrong. And boom, you are instantly now in the skinless pig, uh, the dive bar, which you know so well. And, and no one else is there from your party. It's just you and a crowd of people who look almost mesmerized as they watch Uh, a musician who you've never seen before play this kind of synthetic, uh, you know, sounding music that, that you've never, never noticed before. And they're, they're kind of in, in the slow trance, just listening to it. And you feel the trance kind of taking over yourself when, Hey, you beautiful idiot. Put these headphones on. What? Oh, Hey, wait, I'm in, I'm in the bar. I thought, I thought it was that, that teleportation must've, must've messed up. Wait, what did, I feel like I just got snapped out of something. You did. You're welcome. Thank you, I guess. Who, who are you? Who's, who's this guy? Wait, I kind of, this music is kind of, it's kind of nice. I kind of want to go back and and listen to that. Hang on. Stupid, beautiful idiot. Wait, what? (laughs) Hey, get together. No, no, I got it. I got it. Focus. I'm I'm cool. I'm cool. Focus. Who, Who are you? I'm Agent M. I'm here to help. Oh, I mean, Okay. That's, I mean, I guess that makes sense. Why should, why should I, what do I need help from? I need you to play music louder than that person's playing. Oh, I mean. They're putting a spell on people. Oh. I need you to drown it out. That makes sense. Like a literal spell. I mean, I, I would like to say that my music uh, puts a spell over people, especially the ladies, Just if you stop. know what I mean. Just do oh, it. Okay, 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 fine. Hey, everybody, are you ready to rock? Just and do I, it. <laughs> and I take out. Lives are at stake, man. Come on. <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm, listen. I'm an artist, all right? I'm going to I'm going to do gonna it. Kill you. I'm okay. literally going to kill you. Hang on, I just got to tune this up real quick. Ding 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 ding. All right, and I take out my lightning pick and I just I just go to town. I'm just like trying to shred as hard as I've ever shredded in life. Do I need to roll for that? Yes, give me a performance. I start crying. All Agent right. M starts crying cuz of how beautiful it is. <laughs> well, we'll She's see. She's in awe. We'll see cuz I'm about to awe. I'm about to roll and see if it's any good performance. I she a, starts to cry, whether it's because of good, it's good, or because it's bad, is yet to be determined. It's a 27. I fucking rolled out of the park. I start sobbing. <laughs> the crowd reacts, and like 
kind of snaps to and and turns away from from this person who as you watch you notice his skin start to like ripple uh in a really unnatural way but you know if you like put a cover over a pool and then you step on it like that's how oh, his yeah. skin is just rippling is there a natural way for that to happen <laughs> that is a very unnatural <laughs> well not natural for humans uh nor is it natural for this uh beast who is seems to be wearing human skin and as you continue to play he just pops and evaporates out of out of nowhere oh god i didn't know i was gonna do that what agent m did i just murder that guy you're fine everything will be just come with me i'll explain everything all right i don't know if i i don't know if i trust you but i guess i I just saved your life i guess that's true I, I could have been entranced and, and stuck here. Possibly, many people do get stuck in in bars now, But but yeah, I, I guess we'll I guess we'll get out of here. Do you have somewhere safe to go? Did I get goo on me? Oh God! Did I get goo on my boots? You're asking way too many. To- so Agent M leads you down um, through a couple of back alleys, knocks on what looks like a wall. The wall opens up and steps into like just an empty room and you feel a whooshing as you're descending down into the ground through a secret elevator and she steps out and everyone is in matching purple jumpsuits oh god you didn't you didn't warn me about the whooshing i i get motion sickness it happens to everybody uh, a figure comes up and approaches you says agent m anyone said me you were bringing back strays what's going on here he became hysterical and i had to bring him back he was compromising the mission hysterical i never now listen here did you at least stop up the uh the thean thalens from uh from taking over that bar yes of course is that that guy that i popped what did you call him a thalen yes he's from another plane of dimension we here the people of purple will try to protect the, this realm from interdimensional threats i mean people of purple that's a little that's a little on the nose are, are you guys is does their skin purple or are they just in purple jumpsuits? we're just in purple jumpsuits i mean some of us have purple skins but i mean that's those are the tieflings we employ that's besides can i do an investigation to see how fresh their kicks are i, I know they got sweet purple jumpsuits but the fresh kicks as well yeah yes you can do that investigation check to see if I've seen kicks this front. Oh no, I got a. Th- I rolled a. Th- so I guess I don't. <laughs> You're not allowed to look down in anybody's feet. <laughs> yeah, my eyes up here, Sonny. You gotta maintain eye contact. It's proper. Oh, sorry, sorry. Well, I mean, your your jumpsuits are fresh. I'm just a little overwhelmed. You know, I I didn't know anything about these people like ten seconds ago, and and then I made a, a guy explode, and I just I'd like to know what's going on. I would as well. <laughs> You're deep undercover. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really good at following orders. <laughs> I don't usually know what's going on around me. That's why we love you. Agent M, where have you taken me? If you don't if you don't know what's going on either, I don't I'm I'm very nervous. Now see here. These Thalens have been invading our realm of existence. They're trying to take over the humans, so that way, well, the humans, the elves, the the people of this plane, you see what I'm saying here, Sonny? And they're trying to turn us into slaves. So first, they make us fall into these trances, and then they're going to try to make us walk through a portal. You know, with the big race day coming up, they've been taking over stages all across town. Oh, this does not sit well with me at all. Music should not ever be used to to enslave. It should be used to free people, free their minds, free their conscience. Yeah, that too. Enlighten think enslaved you know, oh no that does see you're a good writer agent m could you do you do you want to do you want to maybe partner up here you know you can write my my lyrics and i can write the sick jams and play the sick jams can you sing we'll see okay what would ask sunny we can't just be throwing anybody out in the field how do we know if you're really going to be be stopping 
in these threats. You might have gotten lucky once. We got to put you through some some tests. Oh God. Okay. Well, test away. I'm a I'm a like test my musical ability or my resolve my hero- heroism. Bring on the tests. So he leads you uh, down a corridor, and you're kind of you're put in a room with like five of the most bardy bards you've ever seen. Like oh shit. I want you to think hipster like. They've got a guitar or a lute slung over their back. They've got beanies on. One has a curly Q mustache. Gauges in their ears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A tasteful nose ring. And he's like, listen, we're just gonna we're gonna put you in here for a moment. Uh, and then we're gonna run you guys through some tests. Turns to Are there nose rings that are mood rings as well? You know, that's a good question. <laughs> there should be. Right? Then everybody could see it that's right true. on their face. That's true. Oh, Anyone listening to this, copyright. Copyright. Do not steal that idea. Swear to God. I'm sorry, I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> This, this is a very funny observation. It might not make the show, but it made me laugh. You're perfect at this. This is great. <laughs> I'm picturing like Agent K who like speaks very minimally and just like tells people to cut it. Yeah. You're Will Smith. I am Will Smith. You're Will Black. I'm trying to. Thank you. <laughs> I love right. you too. I love you. I love you too, Agent M. I've only just met you. I feel like we already have this very strong connection. I feel like we've met in another life. Maybe. Maybe. So Agent M, uh, can, I, can I have sidebar with you over here for just a second? Yeah, boss. Right, what but- do you need? Respect the sidebar. Where'd you find this guy? Where, where'd he come from? He he just popped into the bar. He popped into the bar? <laughs> he literally just appeared out of nowhere. Well, how do we know he's not failing himself? I'm sorry. Yeah. Let me try that again, boss. Hey, boss. You're good. Don't worry about it. I saw. I heard your accent, and I got really jealous. Excited. Uh, so, and he, he just popped into the bar out of nowhere. But he had a musician. It's a loot. A loot. <laughs> and so I needed his help. He helped. Well, you know, we've been trying these bards for for weeks, and none none of them have been playing hard enough and strong enough to to really figure out how to how to stop these talents and send them back. How do we know he's not one of them? We don't. We're gonna. He knows how to rock. Just then, you see flashing lights going off, and they're just fl- giant flashing purple lights. It's like, oh no, oh no, we got a code purple. Listen, we gotta get, we gotta get him to the main stage. Are there other codes other than purple? It seems like there's really a lot of purple going around. I feel like that could get confusing. We got violet. We got uh, fuchsia. We got uh, what other shades of purple? Maroon. What's the blues clues character? Magenta. Magenta. Yeah, that's kind of that's like pinkish purple. Yeah, we got we got some magenta codes, but. You got you got code Periwinkle? No, there's not a dog named Periwinkle. There absolutely is. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> Agree to disagree. Agent M, this ain't no code Periwinkle. That's like a cat stuck in a tree compared to what we got going on here. We're talking about a full-scale extra planar invasion here. We gotta we gotta get this man up on center stage at the at the festival at the concert the pre-race concert i'll get him there boss you can count on me all right okay. so you don't you don't need to do that test because i i didn't even fill out my name yet what's your name son <laughs> my name is william william blacksmith perfect all right cool i think i accidentally spelled it wrong on the test i'm sorry do you have an eraser no we only use purple ink pens natural the fact that we also only use purple paper is really unhelpful it's like invisible ink but you will not believe the discounts you will not believe the discounts we get no one seems to want purple it was out of fashion, so it works. Well, I'm really glad that I didn't have to go through this test. That we just kind of cut through the the purple tape and just went straight to the, straight to the action. Ha <laughs> He's got the purple <laughs> jokes. <laughs> All right, so we got to get to this stage then. So here, you guys can use our air whoosh tunnels. <laughs> Don't worry. You just kind of lay down, and it's like a slide. It'll pop you out or any way you need to, or you know, designated spots. But we got one right next to the main tunnel. Just kind of 
lay down and oh, not another whoosh shimmy. tunnel. I, I, I told you I get motion sick. Either that or die. All right. Well, I guess I'd rather not die. Good choice. I, I lay down in the tube and I do the little cross your arms, cross your shimmy. legs. Oh, wait, here, first, first put on these headsets. You know, these, these will allow you guys to communicate with me if you need to and oh, cool. block out, block out the alien, uh, or extraterrestrial exoplanar uh, music, so you don't don't fall under the spells. Sweet, yeah, that'll be helpful because I, I fucking hate this disco that they keep. <laughs> it's time to rock. Also, just remember, you don't know anything about us. You don't. You never seen us before. Agent M, when it comes time, do the thing. All right, Cap. All right, good luck out there. Oh, I have to narrow. Sorry, I cross my <laughs> over my chest and I do a cross little shimmy and, and hope to die. It whooshes you through, you know, these twists and turns. And at one point you do a loop-de-loop and then... Boom, oh, God. You pop up in like a phone booth type thing. I didn't even know that they had these in this in this realm. This is fun. Is it blue? Does it say police on the top? <laughs> yes, it's a police booth. I think that's a different verse. <laughs> that's my imitation of the noise effects. I don't know. It wasn't very good. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Uh, hang on. Asian M, I'm going to need a minute to just get my bearings. <laughs> Okay, I, I think him. I'm all right. I pat him off. Thank you. Thank you. Doing great, kid. As you emerge from this police box, you see people walking somewhat robotically towards the stage as like, you know, a, a whole group of these extra planar or beans are, are playing their synth, synth music, um, and the crowds are just being drawn into them. Lord, we need you to do your thing now! Um, I have a name. William. William Blacksmith. Sorry that you don't have a real name, that you just have a letter. Bard. <laughs> Plug in. Rock and roll. All right, well, I think we got to get backstage somehow so I can actually find somewhere to, to amplify, or maybe there's a, a higher point somewhere. Maybe we should investigate and look around and see if there's a, a better vantage point that we can play to get people to, you know, listen to me instead of these aliens. T- d- 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 Daleks? What are they? Thalens? These Thalens? The Dementors. <laughs> Dementors. As you look around, you see kind of like a sound booth area in the back that's raised up, um, as well as, you know, you got the, the traditional spotlightings that you would expect at a larger outdoor venue. Um, gotcha. Okay, so Agent M, I don't know if you have any, but my idea is what if we get to that sound booth and, you know, try to see if we can maybe cut the source of their of their amplification and then once once that's cut out i'll just start i'll just start rocking you know and then everyone will stop listening to them and and start listening to me do it well you know i've uh, i've gone on an adventure or two you know (laughs) oh agent m i'm sorry i'm sorry that was unprofessional no it's all right i love unprofessional (laughs) hey listen here we the people of purple are a very professional organization oh shit i forgot they still boss followed us (laughs) I forgot he's in our headsets. You know what happens in the field stays in the field. We'll uh, we'll keep this off the record. All right, thank you for thank you for your discretion. Hey, uh, Agent M, do you do you want to switch to a different channel? <laughs> <laughs> no, anyway, task at hand, task at hand. Here we go. As you approach the the booth, um, you notice that there's a couple of booth guards that are are nearby, and they don't seem to be in a trance. In fact, they don't seem to be affected at all by what's going on and they're talking to each other in a language you've never heard and it's just agent m it sounds like it sounds like those those gentlemen have a terrible taste a terror agent m it sounds like those gentlemen over there have a terrible case of do you do you understand what's what's are they talking is that a language that they're talking in do you understand them 
you have a babble fish in your ear, perhaps? They're speaking language. <laughs> can, I mean, can you know what they're saying? I think they're just beatboxing right now. <laughs> they're just they're just rapping. They're they're just hanging out and freestyling together while they're supposed to be guarding. Well, there is music there, That's and there's not really much practice. Okay, well, maybe maybe we should give them a fight, eh? These must be the the alien if they're not affected by this music. How about we distract them? How about we you know set a fire on the other side? <laughs> okay, so they'll run towards it. Okay. That makes sense. Are these? I'm gonna are go these lead them. Or I'll lead. I'll lead them away. Oh, okay. And when I lead them away, you plug in. You start shredding. All right. That sounds like a a good a good plan. Now it's your turn to have the good plan, Agent M. All right. I like it. I like it. So Agent M goes, uh, sets this fire, which kind of confuses. With what? <laughs> I like fire. What do you set on fire? Set on fire wood. <laughs> I real quick pull chop down a tree. Pull an axe out of boot. (laughs) Their their bag of holding boots, you know. And I chop down some trees real quick, and I set a bonfire, and I use a lot of um, leaves and stuff, so the smoke is different. And I put a bunch of firecrackers. Oh wow! And things just start exploding and whistling (laughs) and stuff, and they're like. You have so much gear in that bag of holding. I am a woman. I'm always prepared. That's that what sense. purses are for. <laughs> Someone's got to give us deeper pockets. <laughs> the the Thalens are very um, concerned with this. Not so much from like, why is there a fire? But more, we're trying to enslave this population and maybe this fire is threatening them. So they go off to investigate. Cool. And I'm going to just try to sneak up into that, into that sound booth real quietly. <laughs> are you beatboxing now <laughs> to distract them further? All right, do your thing, Chicken Wang. All right, I, I sneak into the sound booth, or try to sneak into the sound booth at least. And I start rounding, going around. I take a deep round so I can help him. Oh, nice. You double back. Give me a sleight of hand check to see if you can unlock the door and get into the sound booth. All right, I rolled an 18. All right, you're in the sound booth. There's, you know, mixers and all of this uh, other jazz that's arcanely powered because electricity hasn't been invented yet. But we have flying nice. ships, so, you know, steam and arcane <laughs> energy. Some arcane ones and twos. Exactly. <laughs> That's not true. It's, a, it's so a, the ones and twos. The, the, You're the so cute. Okay, thanks. I'll take the compliment. Can I give it? Can I, is there anyone else in the in the room with me? There's no one else in the room with you. Oh, shit. All right. Can you lock yourself in? Oh, that I might be over smart. the head. Oh, that's right. Uh, sure. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll close the door behind me. Um, and maybe, uh, you know, just watch, watch my six there, Agent M. Let me know if they're, if they go back to their post. Thank you. All right. And I close the door behind me. And then, uh, can I like experiment with the, can I give the turntable a little, a little, yeah. And as you're, as you're experimenting with this, you see a giant portal, like kind of appear at the front of the stage and the crowd begins to like walk towards and go through this portal and you hear cops voice come through um that phones and he's like now listen here we we gotta do it now they're trying to take them back to the thanal plane no oh shit all right uh is there any i i i'm gonna look around to see if there's anything i can plug my my loot into or if i can kind of like i don't know is there a can you uh, turn microphone? off their music? Can you just yeah? I'm gonna start smashing everything. Shit. I'm gonna start smashing. Just unplug it. All right, I look for a plug. It's so much. It's so much more efficient. <laughs> investigation check. And then I just start blasting. Uh, investigation. Pew, pew, pew. Uh oh no, it's only a six. Okay, you're not finding like the plug. You found three wires. 
Uh, you don't know which they are. There's a red one, a blue one, and a green one. Agent M. Uh, so I don't, I don't really know um, which which plug is the right one. Uh, but there's a, there's a there's a blue, a red, and a and a green wire. Which one? Which one do you think I should cut or unplug? I mean, all of. Them. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. It's not a bomb. <laughs> I rip out all the plugs. <laughs> Instantly, the music stops, Oops. and and the crowd is kind of just like, you know, what happened? Wait, what what's going on? Where where's the music? Where where have I been for the past five hours while this is going? Or you know, they're... at this point, the Thalens look up to the sound booth, and the ones that were distracted with the fire are are coming back, as well as the ones from the stage. And there's there's you know seven Thalens coming towards you too. Nice. Is this a sound booth hey, have like Bard? an open top? Yeah, it's a festival sound booth. Oh, sweet. All right, so I'm just gonna jump up on the ledge and just start, just start strumming, just start with, and I'm gonna take my my uh, magic pickaxe out and just start blasting. Can you also um, destroy the entire sound booth so that even if they get back, they can't do anything about it? Yeah. Is it uh, is it daytime ish? It's, it's towards night. Gotcha. Do well, you have any grenades or my, anything? Did my pick recharge so I can start blasting the sound equipment with my with my blast? Well, first I'm gonna perform. It has not re. Oh yeah, I rolled a twenty. So as you approach, you start shredding and Thalen's skin starts, you know, pool cover rippling and one by one, they each pop, you know. Hell yeah. (laughs) Everybody get get at least a couple good pop takes in there. Yeah. Excellent fully work. (laughs) It worked. Excellent. Oh, thank you. Thank you. He, he came through for us, H&M. He came through. It almost feels a shame that we got to wipe his memory of this. I'm going to be so famous. I saved the world. Everyone's going to know my name. Yeah. You're I'm right, still, buddy. I'm still shredding. You're right, buddy. Everybody's going to know you. Woo! I pull out the neuralizer. Let me take a picture of you and your newfound fame. I put my glasses on. <laughs> look, at the fl- look at the flowers, Lenny. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's so dumb. So sad. <laughs> Dying. You're just... Wait, what? What did you say, H up? Did you? Did you just say I wasn't going to remember this? I said I want to take a picture. Of oh, okay. Yeah, so to commemorate. commemorate. Yes. Yes, exactly. my historic achievement. Exactly. I'm going to be the most famous bard in the whole land. Okay, make sure your lens. Bud. Okay. I mean, I don't know what a picture is, but I'm going to look at it. I'll show you after. It's really cool. Oh, shiny. So Agent M presses the button and a flash of purple light goes out and instantly the past few hours, um, basically everything since coming through the portal uh, in the skinless pig has has been wiped away from you. Uh, And now Agent M has to fill in your memory with like a cute story of how you spent this day. So Smith. Yeah. Hey, who are you? We got a little in the bar. (laughs) And we had a cute picnic. And we met some cool friends in the park, and you started oh, shredding and music. You got a sing ovation. Oh, I love playing in the park. You did. I can't, rem- I can't believe I didn't. I didn't remember that. Was I drinking? Uh, what was I drinking? Strong stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Strong stuff. Yeah, the H E double hockey stick or something. <laughs> some, well, it's some magic I love that alien brew. stuff. Wait, did you say alien? Yeah, that's just. Oh, okay. I see. Oh yes, the Alien Brewing Company. Yes, that's right. Yeah, I love that place. Well, you made everybody's day with your rock and. Oh man, how many? How many people saw me? Thousands. What? Thousands. Thousands of people in the park? Crushed. How you, so you wore a mask, so oh. no one's gonna recognize you. Oh well, I guess I guess that's something something I do. It's like I'm the masked singer. But you did. that's pretty cool. Well, th- thank. I mean, thank great. you for the thank you for the wonderful day. I guess I'm sorry I didn't I didn't get your name. What was your name? Just call me. Oh, like 
Is that short for Emma? Yes. Uh, I have, have to, to go say? now. Oh, it's okay. past my curfew. Oh, God. wait, how old are you? <laughs> it's a self-imposed curfew. Okay, good. I'm afraid of the dark. <laughs> Thank God. All right. I'm very afraid of the dark. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. Do you, I mean, do you need me to walk you home then? I don't need a man following me home in the dark. <laughs> Thank you, though. All right. Well, I'm, so, I'm glad. It sounds like we kind of had a good time, I guess. We had a great time. But you don't trust me, which I guess is fair, but... <laughs> Have a have a good night, Em. I hope to I hope to see you again someday. I guess I would love. Great, all right. I love you. Uh, okay. Oh, <laughs> and with that, Will leaves <laughs> to go rejoin his party and meet back up with him at the Anvil Inn. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Do I have like a, a memento? Did you did you slip me like some sort of memento or something? I guess we didn't really have any. Um, any kind I of artifact. kissed you on the cheek and left my lipstick. And cheek. it's purple. So we're in the dragon's tomb and Daphne's helmet of teleportation starts to glow, but it's glowing a weird color and Professor Kaneth notices something is off and she rushes to, to Daphne to try to grab the helmet and you see a glowing blue light and boom, you are now separated from your party, Ander. You are in um, what appears to be kind of a, a separate underground bar. Um, it, it's very halfling size, so you're, you're assuming you're still probably in Lower Dura, but most likely underneath the, the city streets. Hmm. Well, uh, that was weird. Um, Daphne, uh, Will, Rock. Oh, okay. They're all gone. Uh, do I see any like doors? You see a door out of the bar. I mean, there, there's like a restroom area as well. It's a normal bar, but it seems like all the excitement is going on outside. Uh, you see a crowd of people and some lights. Uh, no people in the bar though. No one in the bar. Okay. I didn't make a huge scene by just showing up in the middle of nowhere. Okay, cool. Um, yeah. Do we have any, like, windows into the goings-on outside? Yeah. It, it, when you approach the window, you see kind of a crowd of people backed up against the windows. It was uh, mostly halflings here. And as you stand and watch out the window for a moment, you see just racing past you these clawfoot dinosaurs with riders on them uh and, and the crowd is cheering in uh, on these racers and you recognize this to be an illegal underground clawfoot racing uh ring oh, wow uh i guess i uh, stumbled onto something a little bit illicit this looks like fun um i guess i'll uh, go ahead and step outside and try to see what's going on uh, is there anyone who look like looks to be um, kind of managing the events. There is a African American halfling. Um, a, a, I guess there probably isn't America. There's a black halfling with a giant <laughs> afro that seems to be managing it. But in between uh, him and yourself, you spot a, a halfling uh, about your age, a little bit younger, with uh, flowing purple hair. Who the crowd seems to, you know, not really be like cheering for her or like but but giving her a, a little bit of birth uh treating her with some reverence i would say okay i'm just kind of excited around her okay yeah um i i guess i'll uh i'll go up to her and it's like 
Hey, excuse me. Um, seems like people know you around here. Um, so wait, wait, wait. Like hold a- that thought. Hold that thought. They're coming around. Okay. <laughs> so I uh, didn't want to be interrupted while the claw feet were passing on by, but uh, after a moment, they're biased. Sorry about that. My brother Vin's racing. I got to keep an eye on him. So I give him pointers for later how to improve. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Um, it's very thoughtful of you. Um, so I'm a bit on the lost side. Uh, I was just somewhere completely different than this, but uh, I, I was wondering, like, I've got a race coming up here before too long. Um, and this looks like a great way to kind of get some practice in. Do you uh, know of anywhere where I could like do some training? No, anywhere you can do training. I run the training with these claw feet. <laughs> oh, well, fa- fantastic. Um, I, my name's Ander. Um, and yeah, I, I'd love to get some training in. Well, you know, I hate to be rude, but we got to finish watching this race and you're going to oh, watch yeah. with me. That's the best way to learn. <laughs> All right. Sound, sounds great. I'm Ian Dinofuel, by the way. Oh, well, it's a pleasure to meet you. <laughs> a pleasure to meet you, too. Have you ever raced a clawfoot before? I have not. I'm uh, working with the uh, Valmaros for the uh, Race the Eight Wins, uh, though, in a few days. So I need as much help as I can get. You've been on a clawfoot, right? Uh, No, I've been around like farm animals, mostly. Farm animals don't compare to the claw feet, okay? They are the most majestic <laughs> creature. Look at them run. They're huge and they're graceful and they're just like gliding through the air. We got to get you on one soon. Yeah, that sounds great. Well, let's finish this race and I'll introduce you to my brother, Vin. He's one of the best racers out there. And uh, I'm sure I can convince him to give you a ride. Sure. That sounds like fun. And so as you watch uh, Vin in this, you know, all black, very... Uh, muscled dino claw take the lead and finish in the home stretch over the uh, kind of maybe foreign blue dino claw or uh, claw foot. But, you know, and he, he hops off and greets his woman, Yatel. Hi, honey. How'd it go? Mm, good race. Good race. Who's that over there talking to Ema? No idea. I've never seen him before. So we should uh, go talk to them. Yeah. Probably should check out who the new person is. Ema, who who you got here? Don't recognize him from around these parts. This is my new friend Anders. He's a racer, but he's never been on a clawfoot, not even one. You don't look like much of a racer to me. Yeah, yeah, I, it's a newly acquired uh, moniker. Um, you did real well, though. I'm uh, very impressed. Of course, I live my life, you know, hundred meters at a time. <laughs> Well, Vinny, I promised him that we would help him race a clawfoot so he can practice him for a big event coming up. Would you please help him? Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm running for the uh, Balmaros, so it's a big to do for all the halflings around here. Well, I don't know. I'm not much of a trainer, more of a racer and a grocery store owner. Well, I uh, I learn real quick, and so if you'll uh. Let me like do a ride along or something. It'll, I'll definitely be picking up some uh, pointers along the way. Hmm. Well, I guess guess if we have to, let me uh, show you the ropes of ropes of clawfoot racing. It'll help the halfling refugee community out. Yeah, thank you so much. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yours is this this black one here, right? Oh, you don't ride that one. Oh, yeah, I I wasn't trying to say that I would, but it's a magnificent creature here. 
So let me uh, let me take you to the stables. And he kind of leads the way down and introduces you to a old gray claw foot that um, it has is definitely elderly. Not not the speedster or that uh, his claw foot is. And he, you know, helps you saddle a little bit and gets you on it. Then you're kind of let you loose in a, a little ring. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Um, Andrews, it's really important to remember these are sensitive creatures. So you got to pay him a compliment before you can start riding. Uh, yeah. Um, you are a fantastic clawfoot. And it looks like you've got all the experience I don't have. So I'm looking forward to learning from you, Mr. Clawfoot. I'm yeah. just messing with you. Oh, <laughs> they well. don't understand English. <laughs> well, you know, that doesn't hurt, I guess. But <laughs> uh, I'm sure nervous. he appreciated the tone of your voice. Well, I'll uh, give him a little uh, pat on the side and go ahead and climb up. Um, I'll see if I can take him around the uh, arena a couple times. All right, just give him give him a little kick in the the hind legs because that should get him going. All right, idiot! And I give him a, a little light tap with the uh, the heels on my feet. Give me a strength check. Strength check. Okay. Ooh, nineteen. As you kick the claw foot, he rashes it into high gear, and he is a speedster. He was Ooh. old and elderly. But he still knows how to go. You are, are racing around the corners. Oh, oh okay. Uh, how how good is the steer here? Uh, am I able to kind of direct him, or is he just going of his own accord? Lander, make a left. It's All a right. circle. Should be a left. <laughs> Thanks, Ben. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do that. You've got to keep going in circles. He'll get tired and slow down. Can I get an animal handling to see if you can control him? All right, I rolled an eighteen. All right, you're making successful consecutive left hand turns. Woo! This is fun. Hey, how's it going, everybody? Wow, you look like a natural. It's fast. Mm, can he handle obstacles? Let's take him out to the field, the underground field. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll uh, I'll head that way. Uh, slow down there, and I'll uh, try to bring him in. All right. All right. So lead the way, Van. So Van Yatel and Ema lead the way into this field with you know kind of like four foot fences, kind of the ones that you would see if you're running hurdles, but maybe a little bit taller. Um, kind of positioned around the field a little bit, as, as well as a few um, hanging high bars. That are maybe eight foot tall that you would have to duck to get through. And, okay. and says, now let's see if you can uh, try to navigate through these. Any of you ladies got words of advice for them? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your head low. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. I'll, uh, I'll do it. Um, so uh, should I, should I go through this like as fast as possible or just kind of take it at a leisurely pace for the first time? Fast as possible. But you and your animal have to become one. Match your breathing to its breathing. Be one with the beast. Okay. Well, before we go any further, what's the name of this clawfoot? I feel like I should know its name. Sprinkles. Oh, fantastic. Sprinkles. He was my... Oh, oh honored to be riding Sprinkles. Thank you. And let's uh, let's see if we can do this, Sprinkles. You and me. Let's go. And I'll uh, take off. All right. Give me both a strength and animal handling check to see if you can hold on for the speed of sprinkles and navigate him around the obstacles. Okay. 
Uh, strength was only a 13. Uh, and the animal handling was a 7. Ugh. So, probably not. No. You collide into one of the high-hanging bars and are knocked clear off of Sprinkles. Oh. I run over and check on him. Oh, man. Anders, are you okay? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. Damn, that... That sneaks up on you a bit. Where, where's Sprinkly? Is he doing all right? Told you he wasn't a racer. This needs more practice. You learn by doing. I feel like he is learning with all this doing. I'm willing to give it another shot. Try a little slower this time. Got at least a few more brain cells to go. You're resilient. I'll give you that. All right. Sprinkle, come come on back here. I want to give it another shot. Let's see what he can do this time. Why don't you give it another go? Full speed. All right. Here we go. Uh, strength was 18 and uh, animal handling seven again. Dang. All right. This time, as you're racing down there, or you try to jump and you don't signal the jump at the right time. And the clawfoot catches his foot and slams to the ground, throwing you off of him. Oh, wow. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll scramble up, go or sprinkle and just like make sure he's all right. Walk it out, oh. oh, I'm sorry there. Uh, is there anything I can do? Um, here, let me... Rub his neck. Calms him down. Rub his neck. He'll calm him down. All right. All right. Here you go. Take it easy there, Spring. He's tough. He, he can go again. All right. We got this. Just you and me. We're a team. We can do it. Oh. I'll, uh, I'll give him a couple more pets on the neck just to... Get him a little more comfortable before we go for round three. All right. Let's do round three. See if you can make it through. Just trying to see if there's anything I can do to improve, but I don't think so. Um, let's see. All right. Strength, 17. Animal handling. Oh, my God. I need to stop rolling on line apparently because that was a five sprinkles is, is starting to lose his trust in you and when you're saying go right he's going left uh because he believes he knows best so you're leaning to pull him right and he's jagging left and you're just falling off oh okay all right yeah you probably had that one right sprinkles <sighs> okay. Anders, deep breath okay don't be scared he can sense your fear <laughs> all right you gotta okay. trust the beast you trust him and he'll trust you here and then takes out a handkerchief and blindfolds you. Okay. All right. Yeah. Be one with the beast. Breathe. Match his breath. <sighs> All right. I'll just continue to pet him. Whenever you're ready, Sprinkles. I trust you. I got you. And Sprinkles takes off. Give me a hand the him straight. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Uh, animal handling check was a 15, and the strength check was a four. <laughs> he takes off so quickly that you fall behind. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I, I should actually hold on as well, then. You gotta be ready for that one. Move quick. I thought it was. Yeah, yeah, he's uh, definitely more, uh, got a bit more acceleration than I was anticipating, that's for sure. Um... Why don't you uh, get him get him back at the start? Ema, you, you mind if we, we talk over here for a moment, Ema? Sure. I'll, I'll go collect him. Listen, Ema, this, this pet project is, is fun and all, but, you know, we don't make much at the grocery. It's time. Vinny, Vinny, he's cute. Don't ruin this for me. Listen, you can stay here all day and help him with this. He's like a lost puppy. Who knows when he'll get it down? He's gotten farther than most people do on their first try. Let's give him one more chance. And if he doesn't stay on this time, then we can move on. But 
I think he's almost got it. Listen, you can give him as many chances as you need, but you tell and I, we really got to go get that shipment. We got to mm-hmm. you know, stop the wagons. So if we don't go soon, it's coming in tonight. <laughs> what I tell you about how I feel about that? It's not safe and it's not... Not good for you to get mixed up with those people. That's how we get the money. That's how we feed the family. There's got to be a better way. We don't have to resort to that. I'm sorry, sis, but until we find that better way, we, we got to do it. You stay okay. here and watch your little Ander. Fine. Sprinkles, get over here. Come on. All right. All right. All right. It's okay. Thank you for taking your time to teach me how to ride. Um, and I'll uh, go back over to the others. Come on. My brother Vinny's got a couple errands to run, so he's going to head out. But I'm happy to stay and help you learn. Oh, uh, yeah. Sounds good. He Thanks. doesn't let me race, but I'm just as good of a rider as he is. I don't doubt it. Uh, you seem to really know your stuff. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, do you have any, like, pointers for me? Or? Well, just really dig your heels into the sides. got to lean in, trust him, like Vinny said. That's the biggest thing. Uh, all right, yeah. Sounds good. So I'll uh, get back up on Sprinkles. I'll uh, put the blindfold back on. Um, grab on tight. Okay, Sprinkles. I, I'm trusting you. We got this. Let's uh, let's go again. All right, strength was an 18, and the animal handling is a 13. All right, you navigated it. You've you've successfully made it through the the hurdles and the weaves. You did it. Oh, that felt great. Um, I'm sure there's plenty of room for improvement there, but man, I, I feel definitely a lot better about that one. Those first few were embarrassing, frankly. <laughs> it's hard. They're a hard creature to master, but you did great. I don't know if I'll ever master, but it's uh, it's good to at least be able to hold my own a little bit. Oh, Thank you for taking your time happy. helping me out. <laughs> I'm happy to do it. You're sweet. Aww. Well, I don't, you think there's anything more that uh, I should practice? I mean, obviously, just the more you can do it, the better. So hopefully you and I can meet up again in the future and do some more writing lessons. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'd like that. Um, okay. Uh, oh, are we, like, do you stay like close to here or something? Yeah, then uh, I live not too far down from here, but... Um, you know, he's got his stuff going on, mm-hmm. so it's probably best for us just to head out for the evening, I think, okay. closing things down. but Sure. Uh, well, you can always find me at the Anvil Inn Tavern, um, so that's uh, if you ever like want to talk or anything, um, you can find me there. Um, but uh, so you said your uh, brother was running errands. I, I hope they go well. Um, He's uh, got some stuff going on with buddies of his, so not really invited to hang out with him, but mm. it's fine by me. Okay. I'll be around here if you ever need to find me. Yeah, thank you. Um, And I'll, like, awkwardly go for a hug and then pull back for, like, a handshake and just, like, kind of just, <laughs> yeah, I'll... Uh, Very Andrew-esque. I'll be seeing you. <laughs> uh, thank you for everything. Um, I'll... Uh, I gotta. I guess I gotta go find my other friends as well. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so I'll uh, I'll head out, kind of. So um, and I'll try head. to. Do I know where I am in the city? You you recognize you're probably somewhere in the cogs beneath Lower Dura. Okay. Um. So yeah, I'll try to make my way back to where the uh, Anvil Inn is. Um. Trying to be stealthy because I know uh, we're still. 
like people are still looking for us. So as you're making your way back stealthily, you you observe a couple of guards and kind of hear them talking about some some clawfoot racers and some wagons, but you can't quite make out what they're saying. So is it just like open street that I'm seeing them? Yeah, they're in the street. Um, there, there are other people passing by. Kind of like hanging out on a corner. Um, all right, I'll, uh, I'll see if I can kind of get closer, listen in a bit. Um, about how far away do you think they are when I hear this? They're maybe twenty feet away when you, uh, when you overhear them talking. All right, uh, I'll, uh, I'll put my duplicate like behind me, um, and just staying within that thirty feet range, um, and get closer to where I can maybe hear a bit more. All right, give me a stealth check to get it closer without being seen. My stealth was a 16. Okay, you're able to get close close enough to overhear the two guards. Uh, and the two guards, what's are saying? Did you hear about those, uh, the dino, or the uh, clawfoot racers? Did you hear about those dino claw racers? Oh yeah, they're always up to no good. Here, those wagoners are starting to, uh, to really arm themselves. Oh yeah. Yeah, they have quite an extra armor gun. Next time that old muscly uh, black dino claw comes out of nowhere, I'm sure they'll be ready for him. Oh yeah, definitely. He won't be walking out of this one. Hearing that, I'm going to like try to f- find an opportune moment to uh, switch places with my duplicate. And so I'm now like 40 feet back and just turn around and start heading back the other way. All right, you race your way back down onto the cogs, and you find an Ema Dino Fuel. Well, then she's working with the uh, with the Clawfoots. Ema, Ema, um, I got some bad news. Uh, I I know about the uh, situation your brother's involved in, but I, I, I'm worried. I heard some guards talking, and it seems like it might be a little bit more uh, dangerous than usual. How do you know about that? I I just. I heard a couple guards talking and they were like, how do you know that my uh, brother's involved in that? I've never told a soul. They said clawfoot racers and a big black clawfoot. I just figured it was him. If it's not, it's no need to worry, but from your tone. It is gotten mixed up with shady things lately. Not a bad guy. Just trying to put food on the table and make it work. Yeah. No, no judgment here. I'm just, just worried. I appreciate you giving me a heads up. I better uh, pack up and, and try and find them. Hey, let me let me help you. Um, I don't know. I'm new to this, but you all been kind to me, and I want to help repay the favor. You'd help me? Of course. Thank you. All right. Well, you better take sprinkles. No offense, but I don't know if you can handle the other cloth feet out here. That's a, that's a good point. I'll, uh, yeah. Okay. Um. All right. Sprinkles. Uh, I know it's a... Uh, pretty early in our relationship here um but this is bigger than us we're gonna go help then so he might be in some trouble and you got to take me to him okay all right do you know where they were headed south okay better get going they're pretty fast it'll be hard for us to catch up let's go so you guys are riding as hard and as fast as you can to catch up uh and you know it's kind of the main road out of town on here and it's a little bit outside of town actually when you catch up up to them um and, and you see uh Yatel well and her dino claw um or her claw foot riding alongside this wagon but you don't have a good line you, you don't see even anywhere as you guys are approaching uh hey it you tell where where's Vin? what are you doing here 
I you tell she he, we're in danger, okay? Andrew's overheard a couple guards talking, and they're they're ready for you guys. You lost your element of surprise, and they're gonna be ready. It's gonna be an ambush. We gotta find men. Oh really? Up ahead, a little ways on the road. We better go quick. At this point, you see Vin's dino claw coming the opposite way, charging towards the wagon, and you see him make a fantastical leap off of his dino claw onto the front of the wagon and try to stop it. Wow. Okay. Uh, how how far away from the wagon are we? Are we like right up on it? You're a little ways back, but you can catch up to it. All right. That's a yeah. I'll try to gain catch up to the wagon. You're racing forward to catch up to the wagon and as you get up up alongside it you see that vin uh vin's kind of pinned down when the two wagoners uh one is continuing to steer and the other one uh seems to be coming at vin with a great axe all right i'm gonna put my duplicate like right there um and since i've got sentinel uh when a creature uh makes an attack against a target other than me or my uh, duplicate i can use my reaction to make a weapon attack against that creature okay so you're attacking the wagoner i will attack the wagoner oh dang it it's almost really good but that was only a 10. okay wagoner's uh attacking and vin and he's he's dealing some damage vin it, vin's coughing blood all right uh well at least now i am like here and in range so uh I will just continue to attack from my Echo's position. Um, so I'll go ahead and attack again. All right, that's a 20 to hit, not natural 20. Uh, so that is uh, eight damage. And then I will use my Unleash Incarnation so I can attack again from its position. And that is a natural 20, awesome. Uh, so that is 13 damage. Okay, you've you've taken out one of the wagoners, uh, and, and the other wagoner snatches up a crossbow. Um, and seeing that Vin is, you know, kind of worse for wear, or you know, a crossbow bolt would certainly finish him. Um, he he's turning to fire at you, noticing that this echo is is pretty much you in close by echoey form. The bolt whizzes right past you as you're riding. Whew. All right. Um... I guess I will uh, switch places with my Echo, um, and then I'll try to uh, grapple the other Wagoner. I'm guessing it's pretty close quarters here. Yeah. A uh, athletics check? or Strength on strength. Okay. 13. 12. <sighs> ah. So you've got it right. grappled, but you're still on this kind of runaway wagon cart. For the moment, Silver is staying, uh, or Sprinkles is staying alongside you guys, and kind of running with you. I'll, I'll just like yell out, Vin, Vin, are you okay? I, I got this guy for now, but... I've had better days. I got this guy for now, but I, I don't know how long I can hold him. Help me jump to the claw foot. All right. Um, uh, so, so am I like holding him and like in a passenger seat kind of area or... You're like on the bench, you know. Okay front bench wagon is there any way i can toss this guy out the wagon give me a strength check 14 nat 20 nope dang it he is not letting toss him out all right i'll just like give him a good shove um try to knock him over a bit and i'll uh attempt to jump back on the sprinkles uh i want a strength check to kind of hold and help 
Vin as you jump and an acrobatics check to make the to stick the landing. Okay. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh shoot oh these are both real bad um strength was a seven and the acrobatics was a nine uh vin's acrobatics check to make his jump was a one oh <laughs> i have a plus five modifier to acrobatics i got uh man these rolls are not being nice to me tonight you guys jump and you don't realize that like physics and motion, these things are keep going forward and you guys need to like angle your jump forward because of they're going to be moving. And as soon as you leave the wagon, um, you're not getting quite as much momentum forward and just mistime it and fall uh, onto the roadside behind the claw foot. Okay. How, how much damage do we take? <laughs> Cause I know we do. 13. Ouch. Okay. Um, oh, ow, fuck. God. Then, fuck. Um, and I'll, like, crawl on over to him and see if I can, like, at least stabilize him because I'm sure that he's taking a beat in here. Ima and Yatel catch up to you two, and uh, Vin is unconscious. Vin, can you hear me? Vin, wake up. Vin, come wake on. Up. Come on. We've got to get him to the hospital right away. He's lost a lot of blood. I, I know a guy, actually. Yeah. Can you help us? I can't lose my brother. Yeah. Um. Let's let's get him onto the claw foot here. Um. And I'll I'll do what I can to uh, bandage him up a uh, a little bit. So uh, let's see. Do I have anything? Give me a medicine check to see if you can stabilize him. Oh goodness. Uh, Eighteen. <laughs> okay. Um. With that, Vin regains a little bit of consciousness and he says. Oh, thank you. I didn't expect them to be armed. We haven't had uh, haven't had any Wagners that be that armed before. It's never happened before. Stay with us, man. We're gonna get you some help. Okay. Andrew, are you okay? I, I'm all right. I've had a very interesting day, but you know the the snakes were worse than this, so don't worry about it. Well, I don't know what that means, but I'm <laughs> glad that you were here. All right. Well, let's uh, let's get him to the hospital. And man, I'm sorry, Van. Wish I could have been more help for you. The dad probably got you here. Hard many things. Just, just doing what I can. Um, so I will go ahead and take him to uh, Mr. Stevenson. So you guys all head back uh, with Vin's and uh, kind of broken up body. You know, he's had a rough day. It's not good. Uh, to the Stevenson's hospital, and you know, Steve Stevenson the sixth. Uh, Patches them up, and it's it's touch and go there for a minute. And you guys are are waiting up all night, worried with him. But in the morning, he comes and looks like he's gonna pull through. And Steve Stevenson, the sixth, is oh, it was touch and go there for a minute, but uh, I think your friend here is gonna pull through. Thank you so much. Fantastic news, thank you, Doctor Stevenson. Cool. Well, I'm I'm glad he's gonna be okay. I'll I'll leave you guys to it. Thanks, Doctor. I can't thank you enough, Ander, for your help. It, it's really no problem. Um, I'm just happy I could help out folks who are uh, in a situation pretty similar to mine. Um, I know you're uh, just doing what you got to. Um, and, you know, I'll uh, see if I can uh, help out any, if you'll, uh, if you'll let me, Vin. Um, and I'll just, uh, I'll slide him 13 gold pieces. Oh, well, thank you. Maybe, maybe with this we can finally have 
afford uh, to send Ema here here to vet college, and you know, then then maybe we'll be able to bring in enough for the family that uh, won't have to pull these jobs. Yeah, uh, if there's anything else you need from me, just let me know. I'll help however I can. I hope you come by and see me every once in a while. I'd, I will for sure. If you ever need our help, feel free to come and ask anytime. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, I'll I'll keep that in mind. Uh, yeah, I, I guess I gotta gotta go try to find my other friends though. So I'll let you all uh, be together without me for a while. Um, just take care of each other. Thanks. And, and this time I will go ahead and uh, hug Ima. Voice. I had a voice all planned. Now I don't remember it. Gotta break the ice. Break the voice. <laughs> We're having it now. We gotta. If we want to really supply for the tieflings, we gotta. We gotta rob the storehouse. It's it's the only way. You know we can't keep the lights on here for much longer. We'll have our donations and efforts of our own. We're not getting very much donations. It's just it's the bare bones here, and you keep bringing in other non-tieflings, saying everyone needs a home. But if we want to look out for ourselves. We gotta. Gotta rob the warehouse. Well, everyone does need a home, but if we rob the warehouse, then we aren't going to get any. Seeing a variety working together in harmony will get more donations to help the center. We wouldn't rob it at all. But this will get us on the fast track, see, and we can get there a little bit sooner. Yeah, fast track. The fast track isn't always the best way. And at that moment, a flashing blue light, it happens and boom! <laughs> what the hell? God damn it, Daphne. You can't teleport for shit. What are you guys doing? Where am I? Who are you? Who are you? Yeah, who are you? Who are, who are all <laughs> Where am I? You got tieflings just popping out of the woodwork? I've never seen this tiefling before. Where'd you come from? I don't mind the way he looks, though. <laughs> Thank you. He looks like a much younger version of myself. Strapping. Handsome. Ah, magical. <laughs> I make a little fireball appear in my hand and then disappears. You think you're the only one with magic here? Absolutely not. I just wanted to, you know, I mean, you might be, but to what looks like my grandfather in 30 years. A little chaos to rely up the place, I see. Grandfather in 30 years? I mean, you look like my younger brother. <laughs> he must be handsome. He's not. <laughs> Where the hell am I? <laughs> so back to the question of how did you get here? Well, I was uh, kind of dealing with an undercover plot about Mansion Cult and some dragon business, and that went a little bit south, and our party got uh, transported out of there. And I kind of think we got a little bit lost in the ether on the way here. Um, you guys haven't seen a halfling or uh, a magical boy with special boots, have you? Or, you know, a very solemn redhead, probably with a gun. Don't give him all my address. <laughs> that, uh, I mean, we've seen halfling. I thought we had a weird mismatch of people here. <laughs> tiefling, tiefling, tiefling. Seems like a great match, if you ask me. Well, this is the tiefling community center. Oh. I'm Kenzo. Kind of the elder statesman here, but it's Revenant's place. I found it at Rafted Hopkins. Well, since how we about don't have that? a home. Really? I love that. I'm kind of on my way trying to figure out how to do the same thing, actually. Great. Maybe a bit, yeah, maybe on a bit bigger scale, better decoration. <laughs> well, if you want to help on a bigger scale, we could use about 100 gold. More concerning. 100 gold? Uh, I mean, I got it, but I'm kind of working my own way to get this thing going, and I do need the funds myself that I have. So I can give you 25. Much obliged. <laughs> clink, 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 clink. And Kenzo just pockets it. <laughs> it's supposed to go into the general uh, for the center. <laughs> listen, he said he wants to help Tieflin's out. I'm a Tieflin. 
Why doesn't he help me out? You're I think you better give me that bag if that's your <laughs> attitude. Listen, why don't you come help us? We've got a three-person job. The Revenant wants no part of it. Well, what's the job? Oh, we're going to go see a warehouse about some extra coinage. Okay. Uh, do they owe you this coinage, or, uh... You in, gotta, in a manner of speaking, you know. We were just going to take it. It's going to trickle down is what you're saying. Yeah. We're trouble just gonna, will trickle down as well down. What's wrong with that? I could handle some trouble. We're going to get blamed. Someone's going to rob a place. I mean, eventually, if they got money, people want it. It's going to be probably blamed on tieflings. Well, that's part of the problem is that everything that goes wrong is blamed on contributing. It won't hurt it. It won't help it either, though. Well, hell. I mean, we could probably go, give me that 25 back. I saw a, a coat or a vest thing at the shop down the road. It's got a bunch of feathers on it. We'll blame it on the Aarakocra back and gag. You just got here. What are you talking about? Just give me some money. Yeah, you don't get to make any decisions. So, what do you need me for? Well, why don't you come down and help us around the warehouse? Maybe get a little bit for yourself. I mean, tell you what, we'll split it with you. You get one-fourth of whatever we take. Two-fifths. Three-sixteenths. <laughs> Five-eighths. Or one fourth, and you give me my twenty-five gold back. Four twenty-sevenths. Eight twenty-sevenths. Fifty percent of eight twenty-seven. <laughs> a third. A third of the eighth of the fiftieth percent of the twenty-sevenths. Let's go back to the original deal. One fourth, and you know, you forget my name, and you know, if I see anything that I don't tell you guys, I, t- I appreciate that. I like I like that idea. I don't like any of these ideas. Well, listen, so, Revenant, are you coming or not? No. <laughs> I'm not going to help you rob a storehouse or a warehouse. What warehouse is it, may I ask? Oh, don't worry about that. I, it's a warehouse, I know. Give me a name for it and I can try to convince Rev. Sharn City Storage. Sharn City Storage, that place is huge. Guarded. Look, I know you're not interested in this whole plan, but we need someone. We need three people can't do this job. I know that's what Kenzo, you said your name is. Thanks, but this is a four-person plan. And I'll tell you what. If it goes south, I will personally take the blame and try to clear it to your name. Oh, <laughs> I'm not going to go participate or even be present at a robbery. I've got a whole community center of tieflings to protect. So at least if I'm present at the community center, they'll know that I and the other tieflings were not involved. I got an idea. Okay. Hey, cutie pie. Uh, what's your name again? I didn't quite catch it. Laverna. Laverna. And what was your name again, Tots? Rot. <laughs> you wouldn't happen to have a drink around here, would you? I have plenty. Great. Give me the strongest thing you got. Hmm. My kind. Thank you. Here. Uh, we're, I think I'm going to talk them out of going. Why don't you have a drink to keep the peace? <laughs> have a drink? Yeah. I have work to do. I know, but it's the end of the day. It's 9.30 p.m. All the tieflings have got to be in. I've, no, I've read about this place. I've thought about coming earlier. You shut your doors at eight. Everyone's in bed. Relax. We'll talk out. The four of us can talk out another plan. Just, you know, let's all drink. Have a nice time. We'll talk it out and figure something else out. Okay, one drink. All right, and I slide the drink. I take the drink. I bop you on the head with my claw and try to knock you out. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, got, I got a good D20 over here. 17. Mm. All right, Revenant's unconscious. All right, let's get going. <laughs> so... You all load up in a wagon with Kenzo driving in the lead, uh, and you kind of ride around town for a little bit and approach approach a house in the dark or approach a area in the dark, and it, it's less of a warehouse and more of an actual house. Um, it's a large stately mansion, and at, at this time, Revenant's kind of starting to come <laughs> to, and Kenzo's like, all right, we're here. We just got to kind of sneak our way in. 
warehouses on on the side. We can steal gold. We can steal grain. We can steal food. Food, you know, everything we need. And so where are we? Don't don't worry about it. Unless you know the better. Plausible deniable. Then why did you bring me? Because <laughs> the more people we have, the more stuff we can carry. I'm not really in the state to carry anything, considering I was just slugged over the head. You just got a little heavy. You're fine. It's, <laughs> it's <been> bleeding. <laughs> There's like a lot of blood and my head's throbbing. Does anyone have like a health potion, anything. Excedrin? Does anyone have some D&D Tylenol? No, <laughs> D&D Tylenol. You know, power through. We're here Is now. It? Do it for the good of the teeth Don't you want, want them to have food? Why are we at this house though? This is the house of that guy that you know that you don't like. What? This hey, isn't a warehouse. There's There's a storage unit over there. That's got all the things we need. But you said we were going to that warehouse. Well, if that storage unit has all the wares we need and it's in a house, kind of sounds like a warehouse. See, he's a chip off the old block. He could be my son. But <laughs> why did you pick this older. location instead of the other place you told him about? This is the place. It's not. I live in this community. I know it's not the same place. <laughs> I think you need to explain yourself. Listen, it's a twofer. We get the things and you get the, you know, with... It's I'm a not accepting the contributions. Do you run this place or does he? I do. Yeah, she does. <laughs> Who's next in line? I mean, we're not, we're more of like an anarchist society, like she's in charge, but we don't really have like a formal leadership structure. Oh, so you can accept the contributions. Yeah, I'll, I'll accept them. All right, good, because I'm going to accept some contributions. All right, let's sneak in to the warehouse. I am a bad guy character. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm all about, so as we're sneaking in, I go, Ken, so, so uh, what's this about a, a guy you don't like? Does he run this house, I guess? See, I grew up on a ship. I, I was a dock worker. He was a wealthy merchant. That's how I knew he'd have the merchandise and whatnot. But do you mind, uh, do you mind keeping quiet for me? I got, I'm going to go take care of some of the things in the house. Uh, sure. I'll just start breaking in. I guess. I don't have lockpicking tools. Oh, I do. Don't worry. Oh, lovely. Come on with me, Laverna. We'll get to the back. And uh, he goes take care of uh, things. And, well, you just watch the wagon. <laughs> I'm still sitting in the back. <laughs> Perfect. If anyone comes, just just holler. That's your only job. <laughs> I might. <laughs> All right. Uh, time out. So, Kenzo's going to go inside to try to kill the... Well, the guy. Mm-hmm. Um, Kenzo's going to get killed. Laverne, you're not going to like that Kenzo's killed, and you're going to set the whole place ablaze. Oh, excellent. Uh, Love fire. All right. And so Kenzo leaves, leaves to go into the house, and as you enter her into the storage unit, you are finding, you know, a fair amount of gold, uh, grains, wheat, barley, you know, all of the sorts of things that, you know, society is really built upon, goods and whatnot. Oh. And, as you guys start to um, fill your fill bags and start to like grab some of the stuff, you hear a gunshot, and as you look outside of the storage unit, you see Kenzo in the dark, uh, kind of stumbling, running away, and another uh, shot, and Kenzo falls dead. Uh, was it, I don't remember Kenzo. that part in the the planning. Was that Kenzo? Hey, Kenzo, was that? Now what happened here? Uh... Laverne, I'm did thinking... you know anything about this? <laughs> oh, oh, do I? Okay. Uh, I, you heard that gunshot? I heard that gunshot. Do you hear that? I sure did, and I think I know what to do about all this to clean up the mess. Was, was hold on, mess. We don't know, is he playing dead? Is, was that his plan? I'll check him. You check him. And I pick up more gold and start stuffing it into my pockets. <laughs> all right, I'll check him How out. How much gold do I get? Uh, 287. Beautiful. All right. I think I got enough of my share. I'll go check the guy. 
and I start running across the field to where Kenzo's body dropped. Give me a stealth check to move stealthily out there. Nine. Actually, plus two with my boots, or my shoes. Eleven. Okay. So as you start to make your way out there, the homeowner uh, spots you and kind of whirls and starts yelling and making a clamor. And he's like, hey, there's more of them. They're, they're trying to steal from me. Guards! 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 No! Bad guards! Stand down! Stand down! <laughs> that man's an imposter! What are you trying to do here? I'm trying to yell back at the guards from the field that the guy claim, calling for the guards is an imposter. Give me a deception check there at disadvantage. <laughs> 20. Unnatural 20. Okay. That's pretty good. <laughs> so, uh, the guards don't... Can, don't come to help, but you still have the homeowner who, uh, at this point, his family comes to jo- like comes to see what the racket is, and he has these small children. And he's like, "No, stay, stay back, kids. It's, we've got these wild tieflings. He's out here up to no good, but no tieflings are ever good." And he raises his hunting rifle and fires at you. Jesus Christ! Whoever that would be in this uh, world, pure <laughs> Christ. Go ahead and take 12 damage. Oh, no. Oh, ouch. Laverna, we gotta get the hell out of here. Now, one moment here. <laughs> I'll take out matches and thing, whatever I have that you're can tiefling. set a blaze. You're tiefling. you got burning hands. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I use my burning hands, set some, some you know, tapping a blaze to get it started. Oh, okay. I, I see your plan. And then I use Hellish Rebuke, <laughs> which is gonna, no, that's too far away. Never mind. I'm just going to duck and try to start crawling towards the wagon. My pocket. Okay, so you're just running back to the wagon. Get the horses ready. <laughs> Shit, run and get the horses ready. I'm in the front seat encouraging the horses to ride away. I kind of scoot you over and I take hold of the rings and start, go- on to. start going towards me. Kenzo's body. <laughs> we got to get the body, otherwise they'll know exactly who it was. I think they already know at this point. They know tieflings. They don't know tieflings from the community center. <laughs> More shots rain out through the air, flying past you. Um, give me an athletics check to jump off and grab Kenzo. 18. Okay. You've you've jumped off and you've scooped up Kenzo. I'm Ooh. holding the reins while you're getting Someone help me lift this body into the back. I got you. I got you. Okay. Fuck. I'm bleeding a lot. You think your head hurts. <laughs> I bandage you up best I can. Thank you. Got some D&D bandages. <laughs> I think, I think bandages are I a thing in this in world. Like, like, they are sure a community are. Yeah, but they're D&D bandages. They have the little and sign on the center oh. of them. Oh, cute. <laughs> so they're for damage and death. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Nice. Lovely. So the acronyms. <laughs> always so good. Do, do you think we got enough stuff? Revenant, take a look in the back. We got this much. I'm you... not even going to look. Oh. We're returning it later. <laughs> Come on. We're getting out of here for now. <laughs> you guys... Ride back to the community center, uh, goods in tow, but with a dead Kenzo. So, God, I've only known the guy for, well, about three hours now, but he was, he was like a very old, old, old grandfather to me. <laughs> he was nothing but trouble, so I don't... Trouble? Look at all these, this wealth we brought back for the center. Trouble. <laughs> That's all it is. Well, how could this be trouble? We can feed our people for months on this grain, and we can build to repair the damages in this place. I mean, look at the decorations. The They're town. horrible. Did you pick these out? <laughs> oh, they were here when I bought it. <laughs> we can do something to make this place 
lively and show a good spirit for the tieflings. We have food, we have money, we can expand, we can help our people now. The town will figure out very quickly who stole the goods, and they will come and burn down the community. Burn down the- what are you talking about? The only witness is inside with his family in a house that's on fire! We that's should check happened. to make sure they're dead. We should make sure they're dead. <laughs> Why don't you take the wagon with you so there's no evidence next to the community center? I unload all the goods. Well, first we gotta... What should we do for Kenzo? We should give him a proper, proper, uh, ceremony. Burial, I think, of dear. Burial. For a man <laughs> like this with ambitions this high. Oh, yeah, you can't do no cremation because, you know... He's fire resistant. He is fire resistant. I think we need to do the most honorable thing for him is to get him as back close to his gods as possible. Get some bricks and some rope. Uh, random other tiefling in the community center gets some bricks and some rope. <laughs> and kind of looks at you and is like, uh, I'm not really sure what you're doing here. We're going to a lake. We're sending him underground as deep as we can. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, didn't, didn't see this twist coming. There is an actual cemetery for legs. You could bury him there if you want. I'm not going to argue with it. It's not very nice. I thought burial would be too boring. Like, burial is just like, all right, it's a burial. It's sad. And then I thought Viking fire, but then Nate's fire was made sense. I'm like, okay, what would be the opposite of a Viking fire? Well, it would be getting, like, cement boots in under the lake. Yeah, that's, that's fine. Yeah. Now that you see where I'm going. Yeah, he's getting rid of evidence somehow. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we get to the nearest lake of yes. Charn. So you ride in the wagon down to, uh, really down to the river's edge here because Charn is uh, a city on a river. So there aren't really many um, lakes necessarily right by it. But yeah. Uh, I rent a canoe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, all right, let's see. There's a guy with a little hut right there. He's got a sign. He's got some kayaks and canoes. Yeah, that was nicely. Are you guys with me? You guys Not really, me? but I'm there. <laughs> I could go with uh, All right. You distract your guy with your flashy appearance. A little hermit. While I get Kenzo's body loaded onto a canoe. Uh, we do canoe rentals here. Uh, does anybody need to rent a canoe for anything? Well, do you got anything that could fit for two? Um, yes, we do have We have two-person canoes. That's pretty standard in canoes. And what are you up to, my dear? Oh, oh, so, something like that. I Wow. I mean, you, you are quite beautiful. What, what was that? Oh. Dear, I think this canoe will do nicely. You should see if we can rent this one. Excellent. I think that's what we'll do. Yeah. Sure, you know, like two silver for a half hour, or I mean a day. Two, two silver, wow, great. Hey, have you seen that sunset, man? Pretty, pretty good looking. Isn't that great? I could watch that all day. If I were you, I would watch that sunset over there all till it drops beneath those hills. Oh. And I put two silver on the, the table, and we get in the canoe and start paddling to the center of the lake. <laughs> okay. So you're in the, in the river. We're in the bridge. <laughs> No, they're tied onto him already. Okay. That's why you're so happy. Exactly. <laughs> is he looking at the sunset? Yep, the, the canoe guy is just looking away. Do you want to say any... Uh, it's very wistful. A, do you want to say a, a eulogy for a man that you have barely known, but were with him when he died? Well, Kenzo, like I said, like a grandfather to me, if my grandfather was 30 years older. He had came up with a plan. He believed... As I believe in our great cause, this community of tieflings, and that ends justify me. I hope that you meet your maker under the under the lake and get pecked apart by piranhas, as 
I would assume you would wish. And then I loot his pockets for the fucking 25 gold I gave him. <laughs> you take your 25 gold back. <laughs> and I check for anything else. Um, you find things. I'll we'll figure that out We'll edit that in later. Yeah. All right. Help me toss this bad boy in, Wilverna. You take you on the head or the feet? I'll take the head, darling. Take them horns. <laughs> Damn, the canoe raised like three inches. <laughs> and we paddle back and then head back to the community center. The deed is done, Revenant. That Just bastard won't bother you ever again. <laughs> Good. Got plenty of other ones to worry about. So upon returning to the community center, you realize that you still have uh, Kenzo's wagon that was seen at, at the scene of the crime and that you need to dispose of somewhere. I'm making a drink, audience. <laughs> we really gotta... That guy saw this wagon. This thing, this ain't gonna work. It's rolling evidence, honey. What, what can we do about it? I mean, you can set it on fire. Of course, and I love a good blade. We could also take it back to the scene of the crime and say we found it and said it was abandoned, so they think it was this, and maybe get some more goods out of that warehouse. Mm, I'm always up for more goods, but I'm also up for fire as well. The entire community already suspects all the tieflings. I wouldn't recommend going back to crime. But if we're saying we found this wagon... They won't... Trust me. <laughs> they won't believe you. Destroying it, then. Get the hot dogs. <laughs> Get the hot dogs. So, you take the wagon, uh, a little kind of dingier, more deserted part of town, home to set it ablaze, somewhere away from the community center. I'm casting. <laughs> it's not picking you up very well. This is not one. Hold on, I got a better idea. Sound effect. Mike. Don't burn it. There we go, now it's burning. Perfect. I love that you brought a lighter when I have fire hands sweeping. Oh, I'm sure those are hot for something else right now. They're hot for anything. As you make your way back into town, uh, it seems that the wealthy nobleman's house that you robbed has hired a posse of town ruffians uh, to come track pick you guys down uh, and they had been on the looking for tieflings and they spot you two walking back to town. Just play cool. no. them hot hands. That's them! Kill them! Whoa, whoa, whoa! What do you mean that's them? That's them what? We just going on for a... Like, They're the tieflings! Go kill them! Because we're tieflings? You burned down nothing! But the loves of our friends! That doesn't sound very good! <laughs> I realize that. Her! She was the one that burned down the Lord's house! We're in a sticky situation here. Let's make a run for it. And as you turn to run, uh, these guards, or these town posse, uh, take out some arrows and. Poing. Laverna is struck. <gasps> look in the shoulder and she falls. <gasps> no! And I rush to your side. What the hell? How could you? You bastards! Arrows are continuing to fly. Yeah, you. One of them hits you. Fuck! In the same spot as the bullet yesterday. I mean. You gotta leave me here, honey. Take five damage. This is where you have to say something like or some shit. You gotta go on without me, dear. <laughs> Hit me straight in the in the lung. I don't know. Pop the lung? No. Teeth and lungs are so, so delicate. <laughs> they only have two of them. <laughs> if you break both of them, then you die. No, I can't think of any other species like this. We can save you. As you go to pick her up, more arrows are coming, and she gets shot again, and she slumps into your arms. Oh, slumped. Laverna, we gotta get you out of here. They're picking us off. Well, they're especially you. you gotta go on without me, dear. Dear, 
I've never met someone like you. I can't keep going without you. We bond so well. I've met plenty like you, dear, but you are quite nice. Oh. I'm so sorry. I have to leave you like this. Kiss me, you bastard. Of course! It's really awkward because our horns hit each other. Oh. <laughs> the horns uh, kind of lock together in a way kids with braces have always feared. But it's cute. <laughs> and then you twist your head and get them out. Arrows still flying, the posse gaining ground on you. I will remember you, Laverna. And I book it. You look back, and she's surrounded. Oh, damn it! <laughs> you turn and leave and head back to the community center to tell O'Revenant what has happened. I got her. Revenant! I'm out of breath. Been running. Crap. Where, where is Laverna? They got her! Fucking bastards got her! Where is my sister? Oh! No! <laughs> what have you done with my sister? It's not me! It's just the bastards from the state, the, the warehouse, well, the house with wares, the guards. They came for us when we were disposing the wagon. Obviously, I told you it would happen. Why didn't you come be a lookout with us? This could have worked better if we had four people willing to work. It would have worked better if you didn't do it at all. You saying this is my fault? Obviously, because they were your actions. My actions is that guy we pl plummeted in the lake's actions. I was, I teleported here. This was, it's, it's my fault. It's my fault. I, I could have prevented this. Did she go? Oh. <laughs> as peacefully as someone with a punctured lung, an arrow in the calf, and a lot of guardsmen beating the shit out of her could go. So, yeah, that sounds nice. My baby sister. I can't believe. I should have listened. My baby sister died in your arms? How'd you know? We, she died in my horns. Technically, we had a little, a little, a little smoochy sesh. <laughs> Well, I, I gathered that would be the case. <laughs> By the way, you guys were looking at each other the whole time. I've got to I've got to go back there and kill the I got to kill them all. I have to take them out and revenge her. No. No, what do you what do you mean no? So I, what else are we supposed to do? They killed Kenzo. They killed Laverna. They're going to come for the Tiefling Center. No one could have predicted this. <laughs> but that's what they want. They want Tieflings to be evil and vengeful. And if we do the opposite, we will prove them wrong. Opposite? Like help them? Like like help them murder? Or what do you mean? What do you mean opposite? The opposite of what they expect. They expect us to try and take revenge and try and steal and murder. But if we help our community, tieflings and any others that need help, then they will see the good side of you. We do have a good side. Mine's my left. Uh, okay. We do. Every tiefling side. I remember it long ago having good side. It was just worn down and beat out of me as I grew and I, I feel like I just became hardened. But I, I guess we can give it a, I can give it a try. Would that really avenge her death, you think? Showing them the good side? It would give her death meaning and hope. For all the other tieflings that are still alive. All right, I'll, I'll do it. I'll try. I'll try to be a better tiefling. I lean in. I hug you back. Our horns do not get crisscrossed. There's no kid with braces moment here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need. I hate to leave you guys like this in such turmoil and death. That I now see there of my ways and a lot of ways and actions I've been having. I'll be back. I wanna. I wanna do better, and I wanna do better by our community. But for now, I got a bigger plot to deal with. The dragon, you know, the whole who's them called I told you in the beginning. I need to find my friends. We'll be friends. all right. We're resilient. Go help your friends. I, I called the friends. Okay, I'll be back. Till next time. And I make a little smoke show of my fire magic. It does nothing because I'm not, like, sliding the pain in this. It's just, like, a big smoky mess. And I'm like, damn it. And I run off the door. I wave.
Hey, it's us again. Adam and Nate. We wanted to thank you for listening to this episode of Low Initiative. If you could do us a favor and leave a rating and a comment on your favorite podcasting platform. It would be greatly appreciated. Also, follow us on Facebook. Or send us an email at lowinitiativednd at gmail.com. Just send us character ideas or thoughts and comments, whatever you'd like. And we'll see you next episode.